Hello, this is episode one, again, of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. So it's five years since I started recording this podcast. I don't mind showing my evolution, so all of the episodes are available. I think it's healthy, honest, open. It's just like my writing. I didn't start recording podcasts on my own until episode 101. It was a real Room 101 moment for me, facing your demons. I've always hated the sound of my own voice from school. Um, It was a hang-up I was left with. I never spoke in class as I didn't want to listen to my own voice on my tape recordings because I used a tape recorder in class because I couldn't take notes. I've never listened to any interview I've done, so I went from that to having to edit my own voice. I've always hated recording the podcast with others. It was a surprise to me to find that I didn't hate recording them by myself as I love chatting with my tribe about all the topics that I cover. When I run out of things to talk about, I will possibly go back and re-record some of the key topics again. This podcast spans all the work that I do, all the topics. I guess as time has gone on, I'm more in-depth with the process of how I arrived to talking about them as I share open writing on my drnishareilly.org in a section called Essays and Awareness. There's a long gap in the recordings of the podcast for this very reason, as I spent nearly two years writing in a vacuum, and I didn't want to share the material publicly, what I was thinking about, reading to write, um, researching, and in many ways I manifested some of my most interesting clients to work with during that time. It was as if they encompassed all that I had learnt myself in the nine years from setting up my own school. As you can imagine, that was exceptionally useful Um, while I was writing up at the time. But I couldn't think of a way to compartmentalise and talk and record the podcast at the same time and not disclose what I was working on. And I guess in the last few months, that's what I've I've managed to do. I work with people from two right through to their 70s. They're across the globe while I sit in Ireland. I guess there's a couple of key concepts I have. I think labels are highly limiting. I think confidence is knowing who you are and how you need to work and how you need to be in the world. I only use the term dyslexia because it stops others from judging me so harshly when I spell badly. But I predominantly use the term because it draws other people with learning difficulties to me, for me to help them and to help them to see that all that's possible for them. And I guess that's the message that I didn't get myself within the education system. I always aim for that to be a much easier process than it was for me. Um, What I promised students when I started the homework club was that an air with us was worth three in your bedroom. It was that sense of how to work really effectively and not be stressed out. And not only not to just be stressed out, but to actually be very balanced and content and happy in yourself and to enjoy learning which is why when I went to write up the methods, I coined the phrase, the love of learning, because I have always loved to learn. I use personality theory as a framework as the most palatable form of difference. I dislike what others have done with personality theory in the sense that it's always skewed to get the best out of people, usually employees. There's usually a monetary gain for somebody else. There's a real sense of putting you in a box which again is very limiting, it's just another type of label. So the way that I focus on personality theory 
is what you need to feel most balanced, happy and fulfilled. And yes, success comes with that, whether it's a monetary gain in a business, the school grades at the end of the year, the ability to speak, to read, or to win a sporting medal, whatever your goal is. But I work with people to be able to continue growth after the first result and independently. I don't understand people who work in development who don't span the ages because it allows you to see the patterns. It allows you to see the pitfalls to be avoided, the keys that are needed at certain ages, the understanding why some personalities really struggle at certain ages in certain environments, why others find change so hard and so on. And because of my oceanography background, I'm always looking under the surface. It's not enough to know that there are certain behaviors happening or certain negative patterns are present. I have to understand why they are there and in that understanding there's the practical solutions to help. I'm a very practical person who needs change to happen and it does happen very quickly with understanding with my clients. I left academia because I disliked how people used intimidating language to hold others at a distance. I go out of my way for parents to feel that they can ask any question and that I will find a way to explain it that everyone understands. I spend a lot of time explaining what's in everyone else's head to others. But the most important part is to explain it in a way that they can hear. Communication is different for everyone, and that's a key part of my work. And that's why I spent two years writing, to write in a way that everyone could find themselves in the mix. And I aim to do the same with these podcasts. They will jump from child to adult, from education to popular culture, to whatever I'm currently reading and researching. But I leave this podcast now in parenting, as I believe changing generational patterns is the only way that we have true change. For me, change becomes sustainable with understanding. And these podcasts are presented on a wide array of topics, but done so in a way to help you to understand not just your reaction to them, but what is happening for the others. It's the combination of your reaction and your understanding of other people's motivations that really allows for change to take place. And I also coined the phrase that change happens because you change it. And that's another really big part of my work. It's about allowing everyone to feel in control of their lives. And I joke that my ultimate ambition is for myself to be obsolete for me not to be needed by anybody anymore.